Hi, you're watching On The Town. Welcome back and thank you so much for uh, chiming in with us again this week. Um, so much going on uh, and um, you know, with the violence against Asians, I thought I want to share something with you this week uh, because really if we don't uh, nip this in the butt, ladies, uh, it's only gonna get worse. Um, so first I'd like to send our condolences to all the families affected um, and to all the people that are being um, abused just based on hate. Um, and that's uh, that's gone on the rise as we know, but you know, I think if we know about it, we'll do better about it. But more importantly, I wanna say violence against women is really nothing new. In fact, if we go back in history, um, before even the 1950s, civil rights, all that stuff, women, including white women, uh, really kind of didn't have any rights. I mean, there was some point where up until like 1940 or something, 40, I forgot the law or the rule, uh, whatever it was. Uh, but up until a certain point, even if a woman got divorced from her husband, he got the kids, the car, the house, the dog, everything. So even the fact that women are getting $5 billion now or half of this state, uh, that's new. Um, and thanks to civil rights, they have that. Uh, so, you know, this is nothing new. Um, it's just very sad that it's still happening. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, one in four women, that means 7 million children, live in a violent home. Yeah, let that sink in for a minute. Let that sink in. 500 women are raped and sexually assaulted every day. Let that sink in. Mm -hmm. And the CDC reports that uh, domestic violence which I didn't know this, is a major cause of death for women, all women, black or white. So um, women to me have, they, well, women have always been vulnerable, let's face it, uh, to misplaced irrational male anger. Um, this is nothing new. I don't know if you guys, uh, you know, somebody woke up one day and said, oh, this, no, this has been happening. Women have always been, and children have always been uh, the takeout punching bag. Uh, and so I wanted to bring attention to it because I wanted to say, well, what can we do about it? Um, you know, what, what is it that we can do um, to, to change this? Uh, I, um, there's so many things we can do. And one, uh, signs to look for in the wrong mate. That's number one. Uh, and, and I know this is always a reoccurring issue. Oh, I didn't know. I had no idea. Uh, and there's never, ever any excuse. Um, men should know better, quite frankly. Um, and women should raise their children to know better. But my theory is this, and it's only my theory, that if these people are, you know, these men, um, and believe me, and, and there's women upon women violence. So don't think this all men, I, I, you know, I'm not totally men, men bashing, not totally. Uh, but I'm just, I want you to follow me in this uh, Asian shooting and that they're now trying to pass it off as, well, he was just sexually, you know, he had problems and he had issues. Um, that's why he did it. It's like, uh, who cares? We all have problems. We all have issues, but we don't go around, um, you know, selectively shooting people and then going to the next place and the next place. Like that's not, that's not something that, that people do or we half of us be dead. I'm, I'm quite sure. Uh, so just the fact that they're making excuses for him to me means that's another male making excuse for another male. Uh, and I, it really pisses me off um, because 
it's just no, I mean, men agree with us. Some, most men agree with us on this one that um, like, what are you saying? The sergeant, the captain, whatever that spoke on the news trying to, to, to no, I mean, excuse me, take that back. I'm not saying he downplayed it. It appeared to be he downplayed it. Get what I'm saying? Uh, and because I personally, I don't think I want to repeat what he said because I can't trust what he was saying because he walked into a place and killed eight women. So what can I possibly, what can he possibly tell me that that would be like new and shocking and like that would really help me out in this case? I don't think as much. And, and I would not be anticipating that if he was a proud boy that he would say, yeah, I want to kill those Asians or those blacks. Uh, I, I doubt, I mean, I doubt, I doubt he's going to say that right now because proud boys know they're hot right now. So if they're probably being told by this QAnon group or whoever, whatever groups and whatever they belong to, um, to do all these crazy things um, and uh, don't worry, just say this as the excuse, say you're mentally insane. I mean, to say that it's an insult to say that, you know, I get sexually aroused from going to this massage parlors and, and that's why I did it. What? That's not, that's beyond white privilege. That's like beyond brat boy. That's called, um, what do you call it? Uh, I'll just say satanic to a high degree. I don't know what to call that because to me, for you, well, first of all, you know how I feel about violence. Uh, but to be able to shoot somebody takes a lot. Like somebody that didn't do anything to you. Like it's not like someone was trying to kill your kid and then you hit them in the head and they died. That's a different story. Okay. I mean, I, I don't even know that, but that's a different story. Uh, but for you to say, hmm, let me get my gun. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because this, because I'm sexually aroused and I don't want to be sexually aroused because of my religion or whatever excuse he had. There is no excuse for killing women or anybody, but, but to go into a place and just massacre women, he is a terrorist people. And I don't know why our government does not start changing the wording. They do it for black folk all the time. They give us titles. Let one of them little gang kids out there. Oh, by the way, just look at the papers. Look at the papers. All the little shootings. Oh, somebody got shot in the daylight. Oh my God, these gang members, these gang members, these gang members. They want to keep running that tape in your head. But the tape they're not running in your head is how many women are being killed per day and sexually assaulted per day. Look at the case in London. I don't know if you know about it. Google it. Um, there's a woman, Sarah, I cannot remember her last name. Uh, she was just walking home and she was murdered by a police officer and her body was dumped in the woods. They're over there having a, a, a BLM matter. Like you ain't never seen before. It's, it's white women having, having this, uh, this, um, BLM moment, I call it. Um, so, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a worldwide thing. People, India, go to India and look at how some of the women are being treated in some parts of India, go to, you know, go to any, any country at this point. It's, I mean, you know, and you'll see, and it's violent from cause from, um, you know, uh, white males, a certain type. There's a certain, I, I'm sure as FBI says a profile, this is a profile for that type of man. So that's not all white men. It's not all this and all that. It's just there's a certain type, a hashtag privilege uh, that doesn't want to give up this thing. So they read, you know, they uh, feed into the garbage of other things um, like, you know, like, well, I got to kill them and I got to do this and I got to do that. For once in your life, for those type of males, uh, proud boy types, I'll call them. I'm just going to say proud because it's easy to, to say um, Hitler types uh, for the once in your life. Can you just sit back and just chill for a moment? Like not, 
can you just not think about what's good for you and like, you know, your privileges and your this and that? Can you for once, like, because we're trying to enjoy this little tiny little bit of life that we have, but we're not able to. Uh, and I want to tell white women, all my white women friends, um, y'all better get on the bandwagon with all of us black women and us Asian women and the men who participate and help us. Y'all better get on the bandwagon. Let me tell you why. Because they're coming for all of us. Okay. So y'all think it's just black women. First, you thought it was just black male shooting. No, mm -mm. It's, that's another dynamic of the situation. But the other dynamic situation is there's people who want to keep their power going. They want it to be that they're always here. That's it. And they will execute anybody that's in between that. So white women hate to tell you you're in that gen you're in that group too. So, you know, I know so many people that suffered at the hands of domestic violence that were white, that were rich, that were other and were rich and had money, had all the stereotypes that you want to, you know, hey, T, hey, T, uh, hey, Grandma, hey, Emma, uh, Betty and Norma. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, all the stereotypes that go on. I've seen them all, honey. I mean, I've seen them all. And one that shocked me the most was one of one of my good friends. Um, it really shocked me. Uh, because she was the sweetest person in the world. Okay. And, you know, I mean, I, I did counseling for a little while, so maybe I'm a little in tune to things that, that other people are, that's fine. But just in my personal opinion, um, I just think that a lot of times, um, how do I say it? So basically, basically, our past dictates our future when it comes to dating and relationships. And what, what does this have to do with what I'm talking about? Domestic violence, women being killed, all that stuff. We need to look for signs, people. You know what I'm saying? Where we're dating guys, um, they give all the clues. Maya Angelou, whoever said it best, it, when people show you who they are, believe them because they're usually telling the truth. Uh, even if it hurts, believe them. Uh, so we often... I guess because we're so busy looking for love, I guess, you know, I mean, that we, we can go into Freud and his different steps. And if you don't get this, if you don't get this met at this stage in life, then, you know, blah, blah, we can go into that, but we won't. But what I'm saying to you is women um, and men too, because I know men get domestic violence too, believe it or not, that is the thing. Uh, but right now I'm talking about women. I'm focusing on women because women, I've been saying it. If you go back and look at any of the footage I've said years ago, years ago, that there is a war on women and children, not just black men, but women and children and black men. That is a thing. Look it up. Go look at everything that's happening. Put it all together. Put all the numbers together. And you'll say, damn, this is a war on them. Whoa. So I'm just saying, if we all band together, people, like, I don't care if you don't love me. You know what I'm saying? As long as you respect me, I'm good. But you better band together with us. That goes for white, Asian, Latina. Um, uh, black, other, and uh, and oh, oh, and all the other people that's coming here from other countries, you know, whether it's Croatia, whether it's Russia or Poland, you need to get on the bandwagon too, because don't worry, they'll come for you too. Don't think, and, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're a woman, you, they're going to come for you. It doesn't matter. And somehow or another, whether it's through sexual harassment, whether it's through um, sex trafficking, whether it's through uh, underpaid wages, um, what else, what else happens with us women? You know, you, we, we just get it all ways. We get it all kind of ways, but no one pays attention. I pay attention. Um, and the, the bottom line is women, we got to pay attention to who we're bringing home. Like really, I mean, can you imagine all these kids are being subject to 7 million kids are being subject to, 
to um to to abuse. Like, do you know what that means? Seven million children live in a violent home. That means, ladies and gentlemen, seven million times probably their next three generations. So 21 million children. I mean, you just keep doing keep doing a Dale Carnegie method here and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Because you know, we bring trauma from our past and we bring it right into the future. We like, hey trauma, let's go. You want to come over with me here? That's how we do. You know, we and it's not intentional. So I'm not beating up anybody. I'm saying find out what the trauma is in your childhood, whatever that is. It could be someone told you you were stupid every day. It could be abuse, physical abuse. It could be sexual abuse. It could be mental abuse. Um, it could be verbal abuse. You know, it could be any, it could be a few things, but that are really serious and traumatizing. You know what I'm saying? Find out what that is, whatever that is. It doesn't matter how dark it is, whatever you've made it this far, you are a winner, honey. Trust me, if you made it this far, whatever you went through, I don't care if you was on 10 rocks, got thrown down and ran over 10 times. If you're still here and you can hear my voice, man, you are, you are a winner. You are a winner, 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 girl. And so with that being said, now comes the healing. You've got to start the healing, ladies. We've got to start the healing. If we don't start the, we are, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but women, we are the mother earth. Okay. We make everything go around pretty much. I mean, imagine the world without women. Silence. Oh, that would be pretty awful. I, I don't, I don't think I ever want to, I don't know about you, but I don't want to um, envision that at all. Um, but we have to get it together. And what can we do? Okay. So just my little suggestions. These are my opinions. Um, and, and they're just my opinions it's based on people I know, people I've worked with, places I've been, different cultures of women I've been around. Uh, and so, you know, some people take it for a grain of salt. Some people say, no, uh, she, she pretty much knows. I'm telling you for any human being, if you don't want to carry your trauma into the past, whatever that is, sexual abuse, be, uh, domestic violence, especially those things, when you have children, you have to clean that up because if you don't clean it up, you're going to project it or vomit it right onto them, whatever it is. It, whatever it is, it's coming on your children and your grandchildren, and their children and their children, children, children. And I'll give you a prime example, slavery. I mean, we're like how many years out, how many hundreds of years out? And we're still, we're still traumatized, African-Americans. We're still traumatized. We're still, and, and it's not our fault. It's not a blame thing. It's just, this is an example of repeti repetitive trauma, I call it. It just goes on and on and on. And finally, I'm glad a lot of black people are waking up and saying, whoa, 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 wait a minute. That's from this. And this is, you know, we're really getting it. We're doing our therapy, you know, we're doing groups and, you know, talking it out and and uh, and uh, talking to our family members to say what happened in our family. Let's lay down the table. Okay, let's go. This is what the things you got to do, people. If you don't want to go through the same thing, because at the end of the day, people, at the end of the day, the whole point of all that getting help and trauma and women, blah blah blah, is that these men. Well, I don't call them men. These wimps, terrorists, that are out blowing little women away. Um, are doing that because something is jacked up at their home. That's why. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's really, that's it. Something is array in their life, their whatever. They didn't get enough love or whether it's, I don't know if it's home or their church or their brainwash, whatever. There's some intermental trauma going on that caused them to now think that they can just take a life like that. Boom. Like that. No problem. I can just walk in here and snuff out people because I feel like it. What? What? Are you kidding me? 
That's why you have to get help. If you have trauma in your life and you do not want to project it onto your kids, you need to get help because if you don't, you usually pass it on. That's the whole point of today is that you we've got to do we've got to do the work people. And women, I say to you because, you know, men, especially domestic violence men, like a lot a lot of the cases that I've seen, um they always show signs always showed signs. I ain't never seen one yet that just slid up in third base and like, oh my God, he's that violent? I didn't know, I didn't know that. That's a shocker. No, mm -mm. they always show signs. Let me give you an example, okay? Uh, I asked someone once, she said, oh no, my husband never showed signs, hon. He never did. I said, no, he never did? She said, no. I said, tell me the first date you ever had. So the first date she tends to tell me that she ever had um, I said, okay, tell me exactly what happened. Just the first 20 minutes, if you can. She didn't even get five minutes in before she said that he wanted to look at her phone. Boom. Hello, I just met you and you want to look at my phone? Oh, no, I don't think so. That's number one sign. Uh, then she said uh, when they got a little closer, you know, he really just wanted to be around me all the time. He didn't want me around my family. Uh, <laughs> red sign, girls. Anytime a man or a woman, because you might be in a relationship with somebody else, uh, wants you solo dolo by yourself. And red flag, time to time to exit, time to exit. Got to go because that's a problem. That's a that's a red flag that they want you all to themselves. They didn't want you to do anything else. They don't want you to work. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I don't want you to work, baby. I'm going to take care of, I'll take good care of you. That's my wife. I'll take care of my wife. She don't got to go to work. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I mean, there's some men that that's the case and that they're really saying that and that's real. But when it goes along with, well, I don't want you around your family. Why don't you stay here with me and don't go here and let me see your phone. Who's calling you? Why are you calling? Let me see your phone. I gave you a special phone because they're going to track you. That's why. Those are signs. When they all go together, Boom, you got the signs, ladies. You got the signs. You got the signs. The signs are always there. They don't ever lie. They never lie. But we are so like Google-eyed. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. I love him. Love yourself first, girl. Love yourself first. You got to break the pattern for your kids. That's, that is the bottom line. By choosing better mates, uh, and only you can do that. <laughs> with therapy or some form of group help or something like that. Because uh, ladies, at the end of the day, insanity. What is that? Doing things over and over and over again and expecting different results. We're not going to get any. So I say to you this, um, I know it's a lot, but women, 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 we must get it right. We must follow all our little signs and our little clues. I see girls on the internet talking about, oh, I almost got sex trafficked. And one girl told her story. And it was horrible. I was like, it was horrible that she didn't realize. First of all, hi, Joe, what's up? She went, she went down an alley with somebody, a lady that told her to sign a petition and then told her, oh, no, 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 it's over here down this alley. And she said, I knew it was weird going down the alley, but then, then they wanted to go, to go through a gate. What the hell would you go through a gate for? Like, are you out of your mind? Like, especially we know about sex trafficking. It's a big thing right now. So those, we have to follow the signs, lady. All of the, the signs are there. Like, we got to follow them. We've got to follow them. And we got to stop um, thinking that, you know, we need love so bad that we'll take We'll take anyone just because he bought us some flowers and a, and a steak. Who cares? Like, you my your own sake. In, in fact, ladies, you should be uh, at, at a point in raising your girls to buy your own steak. Take yourself to Paris. Nobody treats you better than you. I know I treat myself really good. Be smart. That's right. I'll get to you guys' comments in a minute, Emma. You have to, we have to do it, ladies. 
because uh, as I think of all these terrorists popping, uh, white homegrown terrorists, not the ones that you think, um, I think that, uh, you know, these guys, something went wrong. I, I can't put my finger on it. Like that guy, when I saw a picture of him and I did my little quick assessment, I said, Ooh, something's wrong with his life <laughs> really bad. Uh, and, and like, if I would have saw him before he came into the shop, I would have said, Oh, something's something 730 about this guy right away. I wouldn't know right away just by looking at him and looking into his eyes. Your eyes tell a lot about you. You can look, you can tell a lot looking somebody dead in the eyes. I usually don't because I have a third eye and it tells me too much information. <laughs> and I don't want to know all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to know if your liver's damaged and all that stuff. I don't want to know. So I don't, sometimes I won't look someone in the eye because I don't want to have to redo all that reading and I can't help it when it happens. So, uh, so that's why I don't, but usually looking someone in the eye, right. in the eye, you can tell they got them serial killer eyes or they're kind of like off a little, you can tell, I think you can tell, you know what I'm saying? Ladies, you got to do better. We've got, we've got to, there's no other option. We've got to start raising our kids, and this is white and black, um, to respect other people. Very important. Very important. So important. We have to teach our children to respect all lives at all times and for all situations, whether it's school, whether it's work, because then we won't have cops shooting black men in the back because that is a kid whose mother raised him to say, we respect all life, honey. And if they respect all life and they become a cop and there's a situation, they'll say, hmm, this is a traffic stop. I don't think I'm going to blow 15 bullets into a guy for a ticket that's $15. I, that just doesn't make sense to me, right? Because they have a sense of compassion that their mother raised them with, right? Uh, and they weren't in a home where they were being traumatized and abused um, or watching their mother, the first favorite person in their life, their first love, being um, battered. So then they don't have no psychosis going on in their heads about what they think about men or women, right? So we have to go back. We have to go back, start all over again, ladies, and start taking care of ourselves first doing the therapy, getting the help that you need. I don't care what your family says. If they say, oh, you don't need therapy. You don't want to tell everybody your business. Guess what? It's became, it became everybody's business when you were getting, having to call 911 or whatever, to go to the shelter or would be protected or, you know, or have to go to the hospital. It became everybody's business. You know what I'm saying? Because what happens is your children will grow up and be affected. I don't care who they are. Now, some kids go opposite. So if I'm, there could be five kids in a domestic violence home and three will go 730 and be like off. Two may be like in trouble all the time. And one may actually be like the person that was doing the domestic violence. So not everybody's going to do the same thing. Obviously not. I mean, I'm the child of an addict and I'm not an addict. So we don't, and we're not saying that. But I'm saying you want all five of your children to be law-abiding, beautiful uh, human beings that contribute to society, not suck it dry, right? And the only way you can do that is by healing your trauma so that you can move on. I mean, it, 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 I can, if I could just tell people, you know, um, drama, uh, trauma is, uh, is a big, big thing big thing. And it, it plays his ugly head in so many ways. And I really strongly believe that all these men that are acting out um, because it's, it's not only just privilege going on, but there's other issues for some of them uh, going on. Uh, and most of it has to do with trauma from, from the past. Uh, usually, it's, usually, if you can walk into a place and, and kill eight people, I'm sure that goes way, 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 way back. So, you know, that uh, to, to think that I can 
go and kill a human being. Oh my God, my mother would beat my butt if I just even slapped somebody. Like my mother would be like, no, my, my foster mother was not a Quaker like I was, but she would wax my butt if I came home and said I, I beat somebody up because I just felt like it because Tommy wouldn't do what I said. So I beat him up. What? Oh no, you didn't burp Tommy. How are you going to do that? So you see what I'm saying? You've got to do better ladies. And that's all I'm saying to you is please, please do better. I'll look at the comments here and see, say hi to everybody. Uh, but you get the point. Um, and, and hashtag, um, stop the violence, hashtag stop the Asian violence, hashtag stop shooting out black men. Um, and, uh, all lives do matter. That's true. But, but we have to protect our women and our children. Very important. Very important. Our women and children. If I can tell you how many kids are dying per day, being kidnapped per day, being, um, you know, track sex traffic per day. And that always goes right back to the arrow goes back to mom and dad, or, you know, I say mom and dad, even if the dad's not there, it's his fault too. Cause he wasn't there. So I blame both, both parents. And that's another thing. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Y'all blaming us, us single mothers for everything. First of all, it takes two to tango. That's number one. And if a woman is, is, uh, clever enough, I say, and kind enough, and, uh, she's doing the best she can with what she has, um, stop beating up on her, y'all. Y'all need to stop it. Talking about she ain't got no, she ain't got no husband. So what? Okay, so what? I mean, like, really, don't don't try it. If, if she's raising her children to be nonviolent children, they're law-abiding citizens. They're good people. That's all that matters. I'm sure God would rather her have her babies than not have not have her babies. Period. So I do believe all life is important except for pedophiles. Uh, and uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to keep it real. Um, I, but I seriously do believe all lives important. So uh, that is a, that is a real thing. Um, but remember what I said, ladies, trauma starts at home. Let's get it together, ladies. Let's get it together. So here we go. I'm going to say, hi, grandma Norman. What's up? Love you, darling. How are you? Yes. Hey, Betty, what's up? Hey, Emma, how you doing, girl? Yes, that's a terrorist. Yes, Emma, that guy is a terrorist at the Asian shooting. Yes. A brat to the highest power, equal white privilege. Yes, that's that's the truth. Like the guy, the shooter, clearly. I mean, and then and then for the cops to talk to him like like he's an authority on um the, like the like the shooter, the terrorist is an authority on something. Like yeah, so why'd you do it? And exactly, uh, can you tell us more detail? And then he he regurgitates it back to the press as if as if it's matter of factly. Like yeah, you know, he's just having a bad day because he didn't get sex or something. What? What? Oh, no, I mean, but then again, we see how they're treating white males that shoot up everything. They bring in the Burger Kings, right? McDonald's, whatever. Uh, they what? What they do for Dylan Roof? They brought him something to eat. <laughs> brought the boy something to eat. Hello. And by the way, they didn't feel their life was in danger when they picked him up. Oop! I thought for sure he'd get a bullet in the leg, but he didn't even get that. Uh, and then, I mean, just the guy in the movie theater. How did they confiscate that guy? How do you confiscate people? I want to know, I'd love to see a little hidden camera when they go to the house of like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> he eats people. Okay. He eats people. And they're, I don't understand like how they go to his house and not be like fully loaded, lock and loaded FBI SWAT team, like the whole nine, because he might eat us up. Nope. They made it to Jeffrey Dahmer and Charles Manson. How did you make it to Charles Manson? Because he had his cult members carve Sharon Tate's baby out of her stomach. Like if I would have been responding to that, I would have been like, guns drawn, ready, let's go. Something's wrong with that picture, but don't let me tell that side of the story. All I can tell you is hmm, if you picked up Charles Manson with no incident, hmm, 
Hmm. You can definitely uh, help a black brother out when he's at a traffic stop. And that's another thing. Killing black men at a traffic at a traffic stop or walking. Like, what the hell? Like, even if, let's make something up. Even if there, there's a robbery in progress. Okay, robbery in progress. You see a black man walking. You want to say, it's him because all black men look alike to you. Okay, you grab him. Okay, and he starts running. Like, do you shoot him 15 times in the back and you're not even sure it's him? And even if you was sure it was him, why can't you wait till he gets home and go to his house and get him? Like, like really? Do you have to shoot him in the back? Because you're not sure yet, right? There's so many things going on that's shady, y'all. So many shady things. But again, it goes back to us uh, women and children. If you raise your children right, when they do become police officers or whatever the hell they become, they will be um, with up, upholding human beings first in their jobs. Trust me, I know. I've seen cops that have integrity that made a decision right away and said, hmm, yeah, it's not worth, that's not worth doing all this. You know what I'm saying? I've seen some because their mama raised them that way. How do I know? Because their mama, I know their mamas. You know what I'm saying? So that is a, that's a real thing. If your mama raised you right, there is no way in hell you're just going to pop off at somebody just because they're running away from you. Like, that's just stupid. But anyway, that's another subject. I'm going to say hi. Oh, thank you, Betty. Who's that? Anama, love you. Uh, who did I get to? I didn't get to somebody here. Grandma. Hey, Emma. And, and what'd you say, Emma? Brat power. Yes, girl. Hey, T. Sis, what's up? Uh, who do I got? Kimberly. What's up, Kimberly? Don't play with... <laughs> Kim said, don't... <laughs> don't play with Marie. You know that's right. She don't play. Anthony, that's how uh, me and brother raised address that woman. I got five sisters. That's right, Anthony. I know you know the deal. I know you know. That's right. Uh, true, family court system is a huge part. Yes, family court system is a very huge part. of they, they be playing. But uh, who's it run by, Kim? Men. It's always men. It's a man's world. This is a man's world. Mm -hmm. James Brown said it. If you get scared, don't become an officer. That's how I feel too, right? If you, what you in there, you're in the wrong field if you're scared. That's true. But, uh, but Kim, you're right. Kim, the courts do play a big role and it's always a male judge and there are somewhere. I mean, look at our high courts. How many of those are men? It's, I think Biden might've, I mean, no, Trump, who changed it? There might be a couple in there now, um, but there's usually white males, I'm sorry, that are high up judges. And in the, even in the lower courts, it's usually very, I know some women judges, actually I know two in Westchester. So, okay. So we got it going on a little something, but you know what I'm saying? Generally speaking, who's in the courts and who's, you know, I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, all I can tell you is women, we've got to do better. That's all I'm going to tell you. We've got to stop dating these guys that we saw the signs, but we want to ignore the signs. You know what I'm saying? You knew they were doing what they were doing before they did it. You heard rumors about it, but you said, oh, I'm going to be with him anyway, because I love him. No, 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 no. Love yourself. Love yourself so much that no one negative can come in because your cipher is that strong. That's my message for today, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, listen to my, uh, I don't know what we call this today, my my issues with what's going on uh, with women and children. Um, you got, we've got to do better. And uh, I think it's going to start with us women. We have to raise our children better uh, and, um, and just as a society, we have to, those judges, oh, I know, Anthony, I know there's a lot of racist judges. Hello, I know. Hi. Oh, 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 I know, Gina, you said, been there, done that. I know. Yeah, no, it, it, it's domestic violence. If I could, you guys, make sure you do me a favor. Don't believe what I say. I want you to go do your own research. 
go look at um, journals and New York Times articles and you know whatever you can find on domestic violence and how many women, especially white women, are being killed every year by their partners. Your head's gonna spin around. Yeah, it's gonna spin around. So I know they've been silent and I know that the media is, who's run by men, by the way, that's why all this trajectory is going on. Um, uh, the media is not gonna put it out there like they do about other stuff. Like they'll put out, it's weird. They'll put out like the black shootings, like black men shot or the black gang members. Oh, 10 people were shot by gang members today on the streets of New York City because they want to put fear in your ass. Uh, and they'll tell you, and they want you to scare, be scared of the black man always. So they always going to tell you that. They're going to tell you always anything ne negative. The guy pushed the lady up the subway. It was a black guy. He pushed her because she was white. They're going to always do that. That's just, that's a part of the unfortunate, um, the way, um, unfortunately, the way the, the balls are rolling. That's why it's important for you to be the, the change that you want to see. I got into media because I wanted to see a change in media. Uh, I, I offered jobs with other big places that I could have been in syndicated TV, but I chose not to for now, at least. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll change my mind. But for now, nah, because you have to go by what the station says. I, what was what would be the point of that? I don't want to do that. That's like mainstream stuff. Like it's like no, I don't want to do that right now. So and now with all the new platforms, <laughs> good luck with that. Uh, so you have to. I tell you, boy, we have to get it together, guys. It's just crazy right now. Um, all the stuff I, I can't even. We didn't even go into sexual trafficking. I'm gonna do a special on um, on um, the Native Americans. What's happening with them right now? Oh, oh, oh. I'm trying to get a, an interview with one of the girls. Uh, something's happening really bad. Sex trafficking is horrible. They're being murdered. I mean, genocide like a mother. You hear me? As many black men are being shot, is as more a more Native American women are being kidnapped and put in a sex trafficking ring or just killed. Uh, so that's big. I'm trying to get that story together for you uh, soon. Okay. So hopefully by next month I'll have that done. Uh, but I appreciate you guys um, taking the time. Kimberly, what'd you say? Family Court has no oversight. I know. Yeah, Family Court is a mess my Italian therapy. Oh yeah. You guys, um, for you guys don't know my friend Gina on here, Gina Fiari, check her out. Um, she did a book uh, called my Italian, Italian therapy. Uh, and it deals with abuse, addiction and codependency. You guys might want to pick up her book. That's going to be awesome. Check her out inbox her, Gina Fiari. Um, and if you need to know, I can tell you too, if you forget her name. Okay. Cause it's going to be, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. I read some of it already. She's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Betty says domestic violence has always been triggered by the pandemic. Yes, Betty, it, it has. Uh, uh, yes, it has been triggered, but I still believe that it was already there. It just, like you said, because of the pandemic, it may have made made it come out more, um, but it's been there and it's been happening just as much. It's been hidden more. That's what I think. It's been hidden. Oh, please let me know about the Native Americans. Yes, I'm going to definitely let you know, Gina. Um, and, um, you know, if you guys ever want to come on, let me know something. Please be my guest. Let me know. Um, I'll let you know about the domestic. I mean, about the show with a Native American woman. I'm trying to get that together as we speak. Um, uh, thank you, Gina. No, that's real. You always uh, look at our show, and we appreciate you um, at Five Black Comics and here on the town. So thank you. Uh, but thank you guys so much. I don't. I can keep you forever on this topic because you know it goes on and on. 
But just remember, you know, if you're not the victim of domestic violence, um, if you know a friend who is, you got to talk to them and try to try their best to steer them toward the therapy model. You know what I'm saying? And tell, have them study a little bit about Freud. They study about Freud and like the first steps he talks about children, you know, the different age groups and why it's important to have the love and the hugs and this and that. If you don't get them met, then boom, boom, boom. All those things together, you see why, uh, why, why it's important. Um, and, uh, and um, if you want a good whole human being that respects other human beings, you have to deal with past trauma and drama. You have to deal with it. You have to. There's no, there's no hiding around it. It pops up. It's like, it's like, you know, you have a wound, right? And it's bleeding out all over, right? And then you put like band-aids, but there'll be little pieces, just little pieces, right? Coming out until it's saturated again. That's kind of how how it is when you deal with trauma. People who've been traumatized or people who've been raised <laughs> privileged uh and traumatized. That's like a double whammy. Like I'm I'm not, I can't believe this. Like last last example, Durst. The, the DuPont Air, you know, DuPont, the cotton, yeah, mm -hmm. the DuPont Air. Um, okay, he grew up in a rich house. Okay, he's got more money than the Rothschilds. Okay, and uh, he had everything he wanted. Okay, and he had everything he wanted. Okay, why did he kill his best friend who was in trans, dra drag, or whatever happened? I don't know if that's what triggered, I don't know what triggered what, but he shot him, and then he chopped him up. That's trauma. That's called multiple, multiple forms of trauma. You don't just chop people up. Like, you nobody, the normal average person can't just say, I'm going to chop somebody up. <laughs> that, no, because it's a lot of uh, psychosis that goes into looking at that gook and the yuck. I mean, I've, I've actually found a body before in a bag um, in New York City, which is not a bragging thing. It's just, I really found one. So I know what that's like. You can, you, you, just to be able to just, I couldn't even stomach it. It was in a bag. I only stepped on the blood. Could you imagine um, seeing, doing that? Like, no, that takes a certain person who has not, mm -mm, something's wrong right there. Mm -mm. So get your stuff together, ladies, because we are the leaders of the world. We do everything. I hate to tell you, I don't care what behind every great man is a great what? Great woman. That's a fact. Um, and there's a lot of great men out there. So I am not talking to you. If the shoe fits, wear it. Okay. That's how that goes. Uh, and uh, we have to do better. That's the bottom line. We have to do better for our kids because if we don't, we are going to keep this dysfunction happening and going on forever. Yes, Gina, I have a, do you have a chapter two on generational pain from passion? See, yes, I talk about that in one of my books too. Trauma is a big thing. I'm telling you, I'm, so you get it, Gina. I'm glad you got it. And I'm so glad trauma and a little crazy. <laughs> Anthony said, uh, yes, I'm glad you got that, Gina. I'm going to, don't worry when you're ready and the book is ready, please let me know because I want to buy a copy too. So I've been buying everybody's book. I'm going to be broke pretty soon, uh, but I, but I love it because, you know, A, we have, why are there so many dysfunctional men? Because the women that were dysfunctional that raised them. That's what my point. That's exact. Thank you, Gina, for saying that. Why are there so many dysfunctional men? Because the women or men, whoever raised them or whoever raised them, um, um, either if they didn't do the trauma, some trauma happened in, and it didn't have to be in the home, like per se, like mom and dad. It could have been the uncle, the grandma, the grandpa, the best friend. I mean, I know people that were, Tra literally traumatizes kids by their dad's best friend and the parents still don't know to this day. And I was like, you need to tell them that. They're like, no, I can't tell them. What? That was their best friend and you trusted them. You were only five years old. Like, tell them. 
They don't want to tell them. So this is what I'm talking about. That person goes into the whole adulthood. What do they do? The person was very promiscuous, very promiscuous. You know what I'm saying? So that came out in some other way. She didn't go around killing people or abusing people, but she was really promiscuous. Like it was a problem. Uh, so it comes out. It will come out. Whatever the trauma is. Hey, Penelope, what's up? Come with us, pretty girl. Um, so you have to, um, we have to heal trauma and we start with women. Us women have to get our act together. That's it. We don't got time. We can't be waiting around for nobody else. Ain't no, there's nobody riding in. Like I tell my foster youth, there will be no night, not shining armor coming in to save you, Cinderella. You are it. You're it. So tag ladies, you're it. And I thank you so much uh, for watching. Do you think, do you think the war added to trauma and dysfunction in, in, in past book is on Kindle and we will put it out in May. So Gina's book will be out in May, guys. It's on Audible. It's on Kindle right now. Uh, my Italian therapy. You can go to www. Yeah, let me put it in. The, I'm going to put it in the chat, guys. www.myitaliantherapy.com. Okay, so you guys can go check that out. It's going to be awesome. I'm telling you, you I've been reading this pieces and I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be life-saving. Thank you, Gina, for putting that out there. It's not easy for people to tell their story, guys, you know, so you have to, um, you have to really, uh, you know, be open and be ready to read new stuff and listen to people and listen to people when they tell their stories, listen, you know what I'm saying? People, most people ain't going to make it up. You know what I'm saying? This is not a Hollywood movie. These are people's real lives. So they're usually telling you because they really feel, at least when I tell about my trauma, you know, um, I was a foster kid, abandoned, neglect, all that good stuff, whatever you want to put in there. Uh, and I tell my story, not because I want to brag about it, but because I think I will save or change a life, period. That's what you got to do. You have to. Um, check out the story of Nicole Adimondo from Fishkill. She's in jail for killing her boyfriend that was abusing her for years, and she can't get out. It's a horrible story. What happened to her? And she is in one looking, uh, she is the one looking like a bad person when she was saving herself. I want to check that story out, Kim. Um, I have to get that name again because uh, um, there's, I know a lady that happened to when I worked in a jail. I won't say where. Uh, I worked in a jail, and the lady was in for life. She went in like 18 years old. Um, and she went in because from domestic violence at the highest degree and the husband was trying to kill her and she got a knife and stabbed him and he lived uh, and he said, I don't want to press charges because he knows he was wrong. He was, he was dead wrong. Uh, and, uh, but the state said we are because why she was a black illiterate woman. She had no English skills. She couldn't read or write. She had no lawyer. I mean, come on. They, that was easy target. Like we're going to make 30,000 a year of this woman. Let's go. She's been in jail for, I don't know how many years already. She's in her, uh, if I'm 50, if I'm 50, uh, if I'm 50, so she's like 60 something now. I don't, I didn't check to see if she was released as of five years ago. I didn't check, but she was in jail since she was 18 years old. Okay. I, I think she was, no, she might've been 19. I, I think she, she had been being abused from since she was 18. I don't know, but it was really bad. Like breaking nodes, the whole nine, but they said, nope, sorry. We can't help you on this one. So I know there's cases like that, Kim. There's a lot. This is where lawyers, if you're going to school for law, if you're a lawyer, these are the, that's another thing. You guys, lawyers that are out here in these streets that, that are making money, y'all need to start doing some more pro bono cases and helping people out. Like this is that I love the ones that are helping all the all the black guys that were convicted and they're coming out after doing 20 years and they were like, oh, we were wrong. We got the wrong person. Uh-huh. What? You guys need to step up the game, man. Step it up. 
you know, and it'll be us women that's going to lead. You know that. You know that. We love you too, Gina. And uh, no, it's first, but it helps people that the reason I shared, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Save or change your life. That's my motto. I've been saying it for years and it is what it is. Ladies, get it together. Gentlemen who support us, keep supporting us because we love you. And if you want to be loved, got to keep supporting us. Okay. That's very important. Anthony, what's he say? If a man puts his hand on a woman, she needs to leave him. Yes, absolutely. Anthony, that's exactly what I said. You got to go, got to go. And ladies look for the signs, please, please. They are always there. Love yourself first. Nobody's going to love you like you. And with that, I'm out guys. You guys are the best. I appreciate you. And, um, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys. What's today? Today's, oh, I can't remember what day is. Today's Sunday. I'll see you guys back again on Thursday. And I have, uh, who I have, Jack Mack uh, is my, a photographer, is my guest on Thursday, uh, 8, 8 p.m. And then I'll see you again on Saturday for Five Black Comics. You know that time, 5 o'clock Eastern, 5 p.m. Eastern. So thank you guys. And I'll talk to you all later. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, Gina, Betty, Emma, Joe, uh, Anthony, Norma, um, Betty, who did I miss? I miss somebody? I just thank you all for watching. I appreciate you. Bye.